Hi everyone, welcome to Unplug with Annie. We're continuing the series of Purpose and today I've got Jacqueline Madison on the show. Jacqueline originally is from South Africa and she is a very innovative and strong-willed entrepreneur. Jacqueline Madison has forged business relationships along the way that have allowed her development of each of her professional visions. Um, She currently is the owner and editor-in-chief of Beverly Hills Magazine and we won't be surprised to see her on the Forbes list of richest women in the world one day. That's definitely one of the things that she she highlights and, and very proudly so. Um, so this conversation is, is going to be really interesting because Jacqueline really wants to dive deep into how her faith uh, really has uh, enabled her to do amazing things and achieve all the things she has and Um, She is super duper passionate about uh, expressing herself um, and sharing this story. Hi, Jacqueline. Welcome to Unplug with Annie. Hi, Annie. It's so nice to connect with you this morning. Good to see you. Yeah, it's great to have you on because I think you're doing something completely different to my other guests as well, which is always, it's always nice to hear from different people from different walks of life. So um, tell us about Beverly Hills Magazine. How did this whole venture happen for you? That's right. I started Beverly Hills Magazine. So I'm an entrepreneur at heart and I always had big dreams, you know, and I think we all do in some way. We have our impossible dream that's on our heart. But, um, you know, I started my professional career in real estate and I was doing real estate and then my sister wanted to do a photo shoot at one of the listings. So I let her and then I was directing the photo shoot and I was like, oh my gosh, this is fun. Like maybe we could scout models and do a calendar. Oh, maybe a magazine. And so the inspiration to create a magazine was born. So we started our first magazine and that was like a money pit. I learned a lot of what not to do. Then I wanted to break away from family. And I started a second magazine, which was just an online digital flipbook, which was really cool. I learned how to put the magazine together all by myself. And uh, just, and I also started like social promoting like events. So I got a different work experience by doing it on my own. And then, you know, God put it on my heart to look for another opportunity because I I actually always knew I wanted to do a third one for some reason. Mm -hmm. I just knew it. I didn't know what it was going to be, but God put Beverly Hills Magazine. I'm like, Beverly Hills Magazine? What? So I went and I looked up the trademark and it was available. Like I couldn't believe it. I mean, so I was like, wow. And my second magazine didn't succeed. Okay. You know, it didn't make a ton of money. It but I learned a lot. And so I didn't have any money. I didn't have any connections in Beverly Hills. I, I had no resources that would make this opportunity like feasible or or possible for me. Right. Mm -hmm. So I knew, wow, this is a gift from God because it was so big. So beyond my my realm of possibility that I knew it was going to be a tremendous walk of faith for me. I, I was going to need God. And, and actually I had prior to when my two businesses had failed, um, I had tried so hard to make them happen, Annie, you know, and I think we all do. We, 
we have business ideas or opportunities and we like put our all into it. And then we just hit into, we just run into a wall Mm -hmm. and a failure or a disappointment. And it's like, Oh my gosh, how, how am I going to break through? How am I going to get beyond where I am? You know? And I, I was in that place and in that place of failure, of brokenness, of disappointment, I cried out to God. Like I literally, and I also had been living for the wrong things and I was, you know, drinking too much and uh, too, too many boyfriends, just the wrong things. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, was, I wasn't living, I wasn't being who I knew I could be, which is, and I, which is my highest and best self, you know, on all levels in every area of my life. And what I would call a a cry of repentance, I went to God and I just like admitted my failure. I admitted my defeat. I humbled myself like tears, you name it. I cried to God and I asked him for help. I, I, a sincere cry for God's help. Mm. And and um, he was faithful. I, I started having supernatural encounters with God. I started having prophetic dreams, like, and he started guiding me because I was, I was broke alone at my parents' house, like lost everything. My, my brand new Mercedes has, had just been repossessed. Now, this was when the market went into recession. And I say God gave everybody a piece of humble pie. But this was when it shifted for me when I stopped living for material things and I started living for the spiritual things and seeking God's guidance and instruction. And I, and he is so wonderful because God is spirit and we're supernatural spiritual beings. And so when we tap into that and we really go seek God, you know, our spirit is activated in ways we cannot even know until we start walking with the Lord. And I'm a born again Christian. My whole journey in seeking God led me to Jesus and led me to being born again. And and now I just believe wholeheartedly Jesus is God. And it's just incredible. Long story short, (laughs) fast forward to today, um, God hasn't stopped guiding my life and he has helped me rebuild my life from the ground up, from the ashes. There's this whole rise from the ashes movement right now. Um, and that's exactly what happened. And I'm going to cry because I'm just so grateful to God for his goodness. And, and, and every day I pray and I make prayer my priority because that's our power place, you know? Yeah. I say, God's the CEO of the universe, you know? And so he knows how to build and create anything from nothing. So he helped me set up this business in such an organized, structured way, Annie, that I could never have thought to do it myself. I could, I I had no idea how to do this business. God showed me everything and, and he led me. And what I mean by God showed me, it's like when I pray and I pray at least 30 minutes to an hour every morning and 30 minutes to an hour every night, though not this morning, I woke up a little late, but that's okay. (laughs) I I definitely did pray. I have to go into that, that prayer with the Lord just to, you know, commit my day to him and my spirit to him. But I get like supernatural downloads or supernatural uh, epiphanies and clarity. And I don't know if you've ever heard Morse code. It's like, a, mm-hmm. I get that. And it's usually after I pray or like I pray in tongues and it's like, and I'll just be quiet and then I get it in my ear. 
and I know I'm getting a download from heaven. And then all, and then as that day progresses, I'll have like, I'll know exactly what I need to do, or I'll, I'll know exactly what I need to say to who. And it's like, I, I get this internal supernatural guidance and infusement, infusing from heaven, grace from heaven that allows me to have the wisdom and all these things I need. Mm. And that's the thing. I don't pray for money. See, I ask God for the intangible spiritual riches that are necessary for the physical uh, riches to manifest. I ask for wisdom, instruction. I ask for clarity, for guidance, for strength, for determination. I ask for divine alignments. I ask for strategic connections, open doors, the right opportunities, the right people. You know, I ask for, I ask for the right things. Mm-hmm. And when, when all your spiritual assets are properly in place, then, then the physical falls into place. And so I use the cross analogy, but I go like, when, when this is in place, then this will be in place, you know? Right. <laughs> wow. Well, I mean, that's so interesting. And, and off the back of that, I, I would ask that, uh, do you feel from your personal experience that it takes us getting uh, to almost this broken place to, you know, to, to experience this kind of change or revelation or because we're so stuck on our own plans, obviously. Um, and it, especially when, you know, there's, a, there's many, many different people I obviously know on, on a on a very close level from people who do believe and have faith in God to people who don't. And, you know, everyone, everyone feels like they're right in their own way. And life is, you know, what you make it and it's up to you and your strength. And I think society places a lot of emphasis on that, right? Like, you know, keep hustling, keep striving. Um, So, you know, what, what was that turnaround like for you? Because, were you almost on the verge of giving up? Is that how you feel like you were able to develop this relationship with God and, and therefore go on a different track? We all have the same buffet of beliefs to choose from, I say, you know. And I be- there can only be one truth. There can really only be one truth. You know, we all have our opinions, our perspectives, whatever. But really, in reality, there can only be one right? Mm -hmm. So if we agree with that, fine. There can only be one truth. And in terms of whether or not we have to come to a place of brokenness, um, ideally not. But you see, this culture is, and this world, as the devil would have it, is so set up to cater to man's pride and to our own, you know, selfish gain that it's all about you know I can take on the world and I can do anything and I'm gonna hustle and I'm gonna make it happen and you know I'm gonna be the richest person in the room and money 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 and I've got the nicest car and all those material things right Mm -hmm. which don't get me wrong I appreciate the finer things in life too you know which is why God has blessed me with this business and and this opportunity to build wealth but it's, but not because I love the money or the material things. Mm-hmm. So, but the point for me was when I actually realized that living for those things was not serving my soul, that it was not actually growing me in, in, in the right ways. 
I was becoming who I didn't want to be and not who uh, I always wanted to be. You know, when I say the purpose of life is to become who God created you to be, because that person is the person who's utilizing all your, your gifts and talents inborn and, and utilizing them to their greatest potential that allows you to walk in the highest and best life and path that, that God always intended for you. And that is your dream life. You see, God's will for your life is your dream life. So there's free will and there's God's will. You can't have both. When I surrendered my will to God, he started guiding me and leading me to do things and to go places and experience things that have blown my mind. And he still blows my mind. Now, I, I wish I had surrendered to, to the Lord sooner because <laughs> walking with him is absolutely incredible, Annie. I mean it. Yeah. And if, if I think God has a bad rap and if, we, if everybody just knew how really good he is and how wonderful his plan for, it is for each and every one of us, we would run to him. We would just mm. want to run and, and cleave to him because he's our heavenly father. And when he guides us, he guides us from the future. He knows the past, the present, right. and the future. So he knows where we, what we need to do, where we need to go to avoid certain things, maybe the wrong relationship that's going to get us tied up and caught up for two years that's going to end in a broken heart and, and, and a dead end, you know, mm. or or the wrong business opportunity that actually isn't the business he wants us to start. Because you see, God, when, when you let, when you surrender to him, because I'm, again, I'm a Christian, I believe God's word, the Bible is the truth, I live by it. So God's word says, humble yourself under the hand of the Almighty, and in due time, he'll lift you up. So getting back to the original question and the point I wanted to make is, it's actually, we don't have to necessarily reach a, a place of brokenness, but God hears the, the cry of the brokenhearted. So when we do go to God in a place of brokenness, or really just humility and surrender, you know, he, he will lift us up. He will be there for us to comfort us and guide us. But God resists the proud. It's just against his own nature. God is a, is a being. He has a personality. He has a character. And actually, he became man in the, in the form of Jesus Christ to reveal his character to us. And he's, he's loving, he's sweet, he's kind, he's wonderful. I mean, he's God. He, he's the righteous judge of us all at the end of time when all's said and done. So there is a, a, a wrath with God, you know, that we have to fear. But the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. So I fear God. That's why I, I, I want to do things righteously and do things the right way. That's another very important point is you are not going to succeed whether you try, well, actually, whether you try on your, by yourself, but more importantly with God, if you don't do things by, with a, a very strict moral compass, mm -hmm. there's a right way and a wrong way to do everything and uh, right meaning righteous. And for me, and truly according to God's righteous standard of living being honest, being fair, not overcharging, not, not paying your employees, not lying, not stealing, all of these things that I think a lot of people have just normalized, lived, normalized yeah. that have actually become um, a block for our own blessing. Mm. Because when we, you know, we, 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 when we walk in God's righteous ways, there's a blessing that comes with it. Right. So, so as the Lord was leading me and you know, 
everything's on my website. You can find my testimony. I've written a book called The Seven Oracles of Success, where I, where I outline the seven uh, oracles of success or the spiritual secret to success that I've learned and applied by walking with God to, to align with his will for my life, to step into my own personal destiny and purpose and live my dream life, which is his will for me. And what I wanted to say is when we walk on the path that God has for us, he aligns us with our destiny and our purpose uh, to manifest our dream life. And the, it is always for the greater good. Of course, you're going to be blessed because God says, you know, the blessing of the Lord maketh rich and he adds no sorrow to it. No sorrow with it. Uh, but I've started a charity and God's allowed me to be able to support orphans around the world and to be able to um, uh, support other underfunded ministries for the purpose of sharing the good news of, of you know, Jesus and, and the abundant life that God, that he died on the cross to give us that's available to us all. Obviously, on the gift of eternal life, we get to live forever. <laughs> you know, there's that too. <laughs> Let me not forget that. Actually, I say that, you know, God's, he's the sea of the universe, but he's my boss and the benefits are incredible. Like the retirement, the retirement plan, you can't beat it. <laughs> That's true. The other thing is the health benefits are incredible because obviously, you know, he heals us from all of our sickness. That's the thing. Like I walk in supernatural health. Like I don't, I haven't been sick in years, Annie, like not even a sniffle. That's the thing. We're children of God. We have so much authority over the wickedness in this world that we can live on, on, on another dimension of spiritual reality that manifests in the physical. The physical is temporary. So when we put our spiritual growth and our spiritual riches and lives first, and we focus on our relationship with God and put him in his rightful place as, as God of our life. So many people have made money their God and how that God has failed them. You know, mm -hmm. oh, I got to chase the dollar. Oh, no, I can't pursue my dreams. I got to get a job. And then their lives are miserable. Right. There's so much unused potential, so much uh, broken hope and, and disappointment when you do that. No, God wants us to like walk in faith and take that leap of faith and pursue that impossible dream and use our gifts against all odds and have faith that he's going to supernaturally provide for us. I started my business with no money. Like the first few years, I had no money, but God kept supernaturally bringing the right people and helping me build it. And now my business is making money and it's like, it's just not stopping, you know, and he's helped me to build it in such a way to set the foundation of my life on such a solid rock. That's why Jesus is the rock. And when we build our life upon him, we're unshakable, you know, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and faith is the key. God's word says faith is the evidence of things not seen and the substance of things hoped for. So it's a spiritual, tangible building block of our future. It's a real thing. And it's what our, our future and the physical is made of, is right. our faith. You know, and right now, again, the devil, because I believe in God and I believe in the devil, which is like the, the enemy of us all, who's trying to block us and stop us from ever fulfilling God's will. But he's trying to create a culture now of fear. Because if we're living in fear, we're never going to step out and take God's hand and walk on the water and, and, you know, pursue our impossible dreams and fulfill our purpose and walk in the authority that God gave us over all sickness and over all evil. You know, the devil's got us all, you know, crouching and hiding and cowards. No, 
We rebuke the devil in Jesus' name. We have power over that. We got to rise up and we got to trust God and have faith and act. I'm just a, I'm just a girl who's activated her faith, and mm-hmm. and God, God's power and glory comes and moves where faith is. It's yeah. like a spiritual marriage with our faith and God's spirit and His power, yeah. and it's available to us all. Yeah, of course, of course. That's, yeah, it's it's so amazing. Clearly, you wear your your face on your on your sleeve, and it's so empowering. Um, you mentioned, I mean, you, you, there was a couple of things which I wanted to ask. One being that uh, for those who you know who who are not God believers, who sure. who don't have that kind of sense of, I mean, there's, you know, there's, there's, there's so many different spiritual beliefs, obviously, but don't have that foundation, which is really helping them, um, or, or at least from which they're navigating their life and their life decisions. In terms of, like, because we're in a culture which, so it, you know, um, so it's chasing outside validation, like, so much, um, in order to kind of tick a box of what success looks like. For those people who have not yet explored and you know have not found that rock, as you mentioned, um, what 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 are like some things that you would say to encourage them in terms of in order to find their greater purpose? Because I, I feel like there's a lot of people who just feel very lost, who feel like if they don't have it together by a certain age, you know, they're a failure, um, are constantly comparing to other people, especially because of social media now. Um, so for, for them, how, what would be that first step that you would encourage them to do? Never, I just want to encourage everybody. You're never too young to dream an impossible dream and you're never too old to dream an impossible dream. And for those who haven't yet, um, you know, come to a place of faith in God, uh, it's a lot of times it's usually because of a, um, an upbringing that was oppressive or abusive, or there was something, some occurrence in their lifetime that caused them to, in their heart, turn against God and, and you know, shut down emotionally. So really all I can say is, at, before I say that, I wanna also say, and in that place of lack of faith, there, I, I just want to point out that and admit to yourself that you're not happy, you're not fulfilled, you're not yet living the life you've always dreamed of, if you're not operating from a place of faith in God. And if what I'm saying is true, okay, and you're not where you hope to be, then I want to encourage you to, to give God a chance. Just give him a chance, you know? Go to him. Ask him if he's real. Ask the Lord if you're real. Show me. I want to know you. You know, he is, he is faithful to, to answer, to reveal himself to you. If your prayer to him is sincere, if you genuinely want to know, because I'm telling you, I'm living proof God is real and God is good because he, he's moving in my life. He's helping me. He's guiding me. That's why I've written the book, Seven Oracles of Success. And in that book, you mentioned a good point. I actually discussed what the true definition of success is. And I think it, I think that there's so many lies out there about what success is. And it's, it's created this illusion that it's an, an external thing. Um, because we live in a physical realm, uh, 
manifestation of the finer things in life is part of it, but that's not what true success is. You see, we are, you are a seed of success. You're your own seed of success that has to be cultivated and grown to, be, to blossom into the fullness of, of the potential of your own success, uh, becoming your highest and best self. And I say, you know, you don't achieve success. You become it. You become it. And you, you, if any, if you guys realized how, because this walk with God has transformed me in so many ways and activated so many spiritual gifts and, and allowed me to also operate in physical talents that I never knew I had. Like gifts is one of the gifts God has given me is writing. So I started the magazine writing one article at a time. But as I've continued to walk with him and stay in a place of faith and a place of prayer, because prayer is our power, that's where we get our, our grace from heaven and all, all the spiritual things we need. I've written a scripted series based on my life as editor-in-chief. I've already, I wrote um, a 13-episode season one in like four to six weeks, like super quick. <laughs> I wrote the Seven Oracles of Success book in one day. God kept saying Seven Oracles. He put it on my heart. Um, I've also, just so you know, for those of you who maybe have no experience with these teachings or the, the spiritual thoughts of faith or of walking with the Lord at all, I, I have a, a webinar where I teach the seven oracles of sex, success, excuse me, at, and then I also have a four-week uh, coaching program, the Live Your Dream Life program. So I have options available to people who want to explore this. Uh, realm of thought for them and pursue this spiritual journey in order for them to step into their own destiny and live their own dream life. And you know, it's unique for every one of us. Maybe, maybe your dream is to be a baker, you know, maybe you make the most incredible cupcakes, or um, maybe it's you're a piano player, or whatever it is. You see, the thing is, there's nothing too difficult for the Lord. And, you know, man in his own strength operates in a limited scope of human capability but the man of faith operates in the supernatural limitless power of God it's like literally operating in two different dimensions and I've been operating in the spirit where God's power and glory and supernatural grace comes in and helps me and that's why I've been able to, to build this business from nothing with nothing and I live in Beverly Hills. I'm interviewing like the, the biggest names in Hollywood and I'm not boasting. I'm just saying God has allowed all these things and opened all these supernatural doors when I had no ability or, or power or um, resource to do it on my own. I could never have manif uh, uh, manipulated or manifested anything that God has done through me and for me as I've just sought him. The, because God says, uh, delight yourself in me, and I'll give you the desires of your heart. You know, and God's not a man. He doesn't lie. <clears throat> his word is true. The thing is, I just believe his word. I believe it, and it manifests for me. Mm -hmm. And when I pray, I decree and declare God's word. Like, if you're dealing with sickness, you got to go find healing scriptures and say them out loud. Yeah. Because God's word is the highest authority, and everything in creation has to bow to God's word. Like if you knew the authority that we have as children of God and the power of God's word, man, you would be speaking scriptures every 10 minutes. <laughs> I kind of do. I always have my Bible and I'm always loving to learn new scriptures and words, you know, the word of God. 
-hmm. because it manifests for me. This is like, oh, I love this. But um, uh, if you're dealing with financial hardship, you got to declare, you know, prosperity scripture. Like, mm. you know, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He supplies all my need according to his riches and glory by faith. And that's the thing. I'm just a living, walking testimony that God is real. God is good. His word is true. And it manifests in me. I believe his word. Uh, and yeah. the question is, do you? Mm -hmm. You know, God, he loves us so much. <laughs> I'm like a little kid. Actually, that's one of my, one of the chapters in the book is a childlike faith. Yeah. There's also another one that says, fight for your future. Don't get me wrong. You're going to have challenges. You're going to have obstacles. You're going to have naysayers. You're going to have people um, who want to stop you and block you. One, because they don't have the faith to, to pursue their own God-given impossible dream. True. And out of jealousy. Because we do live in a, a world of duality. So, mm -hmm. so some people do... Um, they don't choose righteous. They choose maybe like... Um, they choose the wrong way you know mm -hmm. so they mm -hmm. get jealous and they try to spitefully harm people or block you so there is an element of, of fight in your spirit like you got to be a spiritual warrior to to for god, for god's will to manifest for you mm. it, it'll be the greatest fight of your life but it's your destiny this is the thing god created you to do and the person he created you to be it's worth it you know you mm -hmm. got to get in it to win it. Prayer is, your <laughs> Prayer is your power. Go for it. You know, God is with you. He will be your shield. You know, he'll protect you. I, I love that. I love the fact that, um, yeah, I think it's really important that you've registered the duality there as well. And, um, and the fact that it, it, it still doesn't make things easy. I think that was a really important point to highlight because faith doesn't necessarily do that, that there's still going to be hardship, but it's just that your foundation is so solid that, you know, you find a lot of peace even in the chaos, I, I guess. Um, it, uh, my last question for you would just be in relation to this idea of, 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 of chasing the dream, because that's like a, a I suppose that's a, a sentence which we hear quite often, this idea of chasing and that happiness is something that we, we need to attain. And I know you touched upon it before as well. Um, but I think a lot of that is also just when we're living in the, in the future and we're trying to, you know, we're outside the present moment and there's a lot that we, we take for granted. And I think so much is also just about being present and being grateful, but it's just so much easier said than done. So in those moments for you, I mean, are there moments where you find yourself um, perhaps operating in that mindset? And how do you draw yourself back to the present moment? So I, I really believe that my prayer life is what keeps me centered and focused on the, the presence of God here and now and in what uh, he puts before me to do today. Um, God's word even says, don't worry about tomorrow. You know, tomorrow has enough worry of itself. And so for me, that was such a relief because I take one day at a time and it's, it's so much easier that way. I think the burden of today is enough. You know, we have enough to do and deal with and handle today just to get through today. Um, but when we walk with the Lord, he makes it, um, he makes it pleasant. And that's the thing God said, Jesus says, you know, I give you peace that surpasses understanding, not as the world gives, do I give you. Mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. and it's this 
it's this peace that no matter what storm we're in, no matter what difficulty or challenge we, or, or conflict we're facing, we have an inner peace that is unshakable. And it's, it's, and this is, it's not that we, you know, because happiness isn't something you find. It's, it's, it's happiness is a state of being. So it's an inner place where we have happiness or peace. And it's, that's what for God's word says, you know, the, you know, the kingdom of God is righteousness, joy, and peace in the Holy Ghost. So when being born again, I, you know, I, I have this just perfect peace inside no matter what. And, and it's wonderful. And that's what happiness is. It's being in the state of tranquility and peace all the time, you know. Everything we need is within us. And, you know, God meets us within ourselves. He's our spirit, and especially he's, he's spirit. And when we get baptized, born again, his spirit indwells us. And we have an inner communion with God within us. And that's how he guides us from within. It's a spiritual marriage, a, a union, a communion with God, you know? Mm -hmm. And so what we will never feel alone again. We will always feel comforted, you know, and that we have within us everything we need to overcome anything that we face without us, you know? And that's, that's what life's about. It's being reconciled back to God so he can guide us and lead us. Because again, this world is set up to cater to man's pride, to try and do it on our own. But the, the key is to surrender and come to a place of humility and let God lead us and guide us because his plan is so good for each and every one of us. It's, it's just wonderful. Yeah. So I just encourage everybody and I just hope and pray that everybody, you know, gives God a chance and goes to the Lord and seeks his will for their lives and, and let him guide you and lead you. Wait for God. I don't, I don't try to make things happen anymore. I will pray and then I'll, I'll wait. And then God will like bring an opportunity. The phone will ring an email will happen. And then I listen and wait for God's voice to instruct me, you know, mm -hmm. or I get the dreams and then God tells me what to do, you know, because I have prophetic dreams. God, and then I do my dream analysis. God literally tells me what to do. Like he's gotten me out of potential legal situations. He's, he's had me cancel all expense paid vacation trips because I really wanted to go, but it wasn't, <laughs> but it wasn't God's will for me. And if I had gone, I would have missed an, an, an incredible a divine alignment that I needed in order to take the business to the next level, you see. Right. So, so he's guiding us and leading us on the right path. Right, right. For our, for our soul's development, for the manifestation of our dream life, mm -hmm. um, and to align us with our destiny and purpose. Wow. It doesn't get better than that, folks. That's my story, and I'm sticking <laughs> to it. <laughs> well, thank you so much for, for coming on and, and sharing your story and sharing, um, you know, how, how God has really, truly worked and impacted your life. And uh, I think it's, it's definitely a testimony. You are a walking testimony of that. So thank you for sharing. Oh, you too, Annie. It's been such a pleasure. I love you so much, doll. I hope to be able to meet you in future one day and give you a big hug and kiss. I love you all. I'm praying for you and all your listeners. I God bless you. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> 
That was the end of another episode of Purpose. We're going to be continuing the series next week, but until then, I just want to wish all the listeners a very, very happy Christmas in advance. We're coming towards the end of the year. I can't believe it's gone so fast. It's been a very interesting and challenging year for everyone around the world. And I just hope wherever you are, you are safe and healthy amongst everything else because that's what's most important. And I hope that you get some downtime during Christmas. We'll be back for another episode following that and I hope you have a merry one wherever you are.